friends. Welcome to the Brave Enough Podcast. Grab some coffee, sit back, or enjoy your drive, and let's get authentic, real, and into the good stuff. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkut, and I'm so excited to hang out with you today, where we're going to talk about life and work and all the messy stuff in between. So get ready. In episode 46, Sasha continues her discussion on authentic friendship with her friend, Dr. Erica Howe. Now here's your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkut. Welcome to the Brave Enough Show, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today. It's part three of our friendship series. I think friendship with women is something that I know so many women struggle with, and yet they're such an important part of our growth as women. So I have an amazing friend on the show today, and we're going to get into some really great stuff about how to really support other women and how to kind of go against that common grain of, you know, women compete with each other, women are mean to each other, but how to just have friends that you may share the same business ideas with, but you can actually support one another. So before we get into that, I want to encourage you, if you are feeling a little down, if you are feeling a little lost. If you know that in the winter you get the blues, I want to encourage you to attend the Brave Enough Retreat with me in January. I'm taking about 20 women, it's very small, very intimate, to Florida. And we're gonna meet in an amazing estate that I have rented. And you don't have to worry about anything. You just show up, everything's included. And you're going to have about 12 hours of intense life work with me each morning for about four hours each morning. And then we're gonna have afternoons to play at the beach and um, hang out at the pool and just get to know one another and get to know ourselves, which is so important. So if you're interested in that, go to becomebraveenough.com and click on events and check out the Brave Enough Retreat. I myself pause and take time to kind of restore myself and think about my life objectives and my goals and how do I live my priorities, which is so hard for me to do. Um, And as the year goes on, sometimes I get farther and farther away from those. So January is a great time for me to reset and I'm inviting you to reset with me. But without further ado, I have an amazing woman on the show today who is not just an amazing physician and mom and wife, but she really, really cares about women. And she cares about meeting women where they are and helping them overcome whatever burnout or whatever stress that they're feeling. And her and I have a lot of similarities. And I actually just cold called her out of the blue and asked her for some advice after she reached out to me to speak at her conference. Um, And she answered me and she has become a good friend of mine. So without further ado, welcome to the show, my good friend, Dr. Erica Howe. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Sasha. It is so great to be on with you. I'm so excited. And, you know, it's kind of fun because you and I are Midwest girls. I mean, we live in the Midwest, we practice in the Midwest and um, we you know, we never knew each other until Mm -hmm. social media, social media brought us together. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you and I became friends. Oh, sure. So I am a full-time hospitalist in Kansas city. Uh, I am a transplant, so I was not originally from Kansas city, but kind of moved there a little bit after I graduated and I've been there for a few years now. And then I'm also the founder of a three-day CME conference in Grand Cayman each year that's exclusively for women physicians called the Women Physicians Wellness Conference. Yes. And you, y'all, I have been to this conference. <laughs> it's like, it was so relaxing for me and it was so wonderful to be with Erica. She is as authentic as they get. And what she has done in three days for women physicians was just amazing. And I just want to tell you guys, like I wanted to have her on the show because 
many people may look at Erica and I and think, well, aren't they competitors? But that is like the farthest thing from Erica and I. We, we, we actually encourage each other. Um, we've called on each yep. other and that was kind of how our friendship started. So I had a problem that I didn't know how to overcome and I cold called you out of the blue and said, yeah. you know what? I think you're doing something that, that you may have the answer to help me. Would you be willing to help me? And you instantly gave me like 30 minutes of your time and 30 minutes of your wisdom, which is so valuable. And you asked me to come and speak at WPW and that mm-hmm. was amazing. And we have, you know, helped each other since then. Well, you know, and it's funny that you mentioned that because I, I have never felt like women need to compete to both be successful. Like there can be people in the same business spaces, the same clinical spaces, whatever that space is for you. And you can all be successful together and can lean on each other when you're having some of those challenges. And I, I actually was really honored that you reached out to ask my advice about that issue. And I never saw that as a threat because honestly, you know, uh, and I've said this before, but people, some people will choose to go to Brave Enough and some, some people will choose to come to WPW. All of that, you know, whatever you need as an individual, I want women physicians to find uh, that space and that time for themselves. And one year that might look like Grand Cayman and the next year that might look like Brave Enough. And that's all okay. We can all kind of work together to be successful and to support each other along the way and to give each other advice. You know, when you're going through something that's a struggle that maybe I've been through or vice versa, like why not kind of uh, put our brains together and have a bit of a brain trust where we can really kind of absorb from each other the knowledge that we've gained in this kind of new and different path. Because certainly I don't know about you, but I was never trained to be a businesswoman. I was never trained to be an entrepreneur and this is new territory for me. And, but it's really fun when you can share your successes and your challenges with other people. And they can say, Oh, I've been through that. Oh no. Have you had, did you know about this? Did you know about that? Have you thought about doing it this way? But I, I don't see the need for us to live in silos and struggle separately and try to kind of reinvent the wheel along the way. Why not come together and support each other? Why not, you know, be a part of each other's successes? Yes, I love it. And why not share knowledge um, yes. and share encouragement? Because I think that it speaks to your um, self-confidence and your security in your mission. Yes. Like you have a mission to put on this amazing conference in Grand Cayman that is like, you know, very just kind of boutique and unique to women physicians. Yes. And that is your mission. And like, mm-hmm. you're not you're not like threatened by my mission because no. why it may be some components are similar. They're mm-hmm. very different. Right. And yeah. like, yes, but that doesn't mean that we can't help one another and encourage one another. And like, I just, I just love that. Um, you know, that's what I really wanted to show on this, on the podcast today is I see a lot of, you know, women getting a bad rap for being mean to yeah. one another. And yeah. certainly I bet if you and I sat down privately over a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, <laughs> we could probably share stories and swap stories yes. about some mean girls in our life. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> One right? or two. <laughs> but, um, but man, like for every woman, I always say that has held me back, there's been 10 that have helped push me forward. And, right. um, I just think that we have to constantly be, it's, you know, first of all, it, it's very easy to get jealous 
Don't you yeah. think like, it's so easy. Yes. That's a, that's a natural reaction. I think sometimes to go like, yeah. well, why didn't I think of that? Or why is she doing this? But right. It's really then it becomes when you project it to be about the other person. So if yep. Sasha feels jealous and then all of a sudden she starts projecting negative negativity onto Erica, that yes. is no longer about just Sasha's issue. Now it becomes Erica's issue. Now Erica's going, man, what did I do wrong? Where did I misstep? Am I doing this right? And so like, right. it, it's not that I felt jealous for a minute. Okay, we all have jealous feelings. We all have right. th- threatened feelings at times there's not a woman or man on the planet that doesn't feel that towards another human being, but it's what you do with those feelings. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I agree. I, you know, I have really felt like it's, you know, it it feeds into just our insecurities and the struggles that we're having internally for ourselves. Um, and kind of getting back to those and saying, why am I feeling this feeling, uh, when I'm seeing another woman be successful and do things that I should be proud of. I should be proud for my sister to be succeeding in the way that she's succeeding and supporting her along the way where I'm still in my lane. I'm still in my trajectory of what my vision is. And at the same time, why can't I support someone else on their path as well? And those paths sometimes cross and sometimes they diverge. And both of those are all right. You know, if we're, uh, my goal is to meet the needs of women physicians and I know yours is too. And if there are certain women physicians that feel like their needs are better met, you know, going to meet with Sasha, great. If they're better met coming to meet with me, great. You know what? The goal is still the same. And why can't we meet the needs of those women, you know, regardless of, you know, how much our paths are similar versus different? Because everybody looks different and everybody's coming with a different set of histories, a different set of baggage and a different set of needs. And sometimes those needs, you know, you may have one need one year and then the next year that need completely changes. And you go, you know what? This year, I, I, I'm not in need of this set of skills. I'm in need of a different set of yes. skills. And how do I how do I get to that? Exactly. Exactly. And it's and it's funny because um, to me, if you want to guarantee success in life, it starts with being authentic. Yeah. So the well, minute, also- you, you know, so the minute you start like trying to become like someone else and copy yeah. what they do or get insecure in what you're doing. Right. You lose, you're going to, you're instantly going to lose your success. Well, and I will also say, I mean, the vulnerability that you showed to me when you reached out to me also kind of helped remind me that, you know what, some of what led me down this path to creating this conference was sharing my own vulnerability with another woman colleague and her helping me find a creative solution to a challenge I was faced with. Mm. And it leads you down a path that you may not even know, you know, exists or what the end result is about to be. But I really feel like sharing some of those vulnerabilities and those challenges and being honest with yourself and with everybody around you, uh, women and men alike can really actually help you get to the next step in your career or your personal growth or whatever that looks like for you in ways that you just didn't even know. I mean, that's, that's the benefit of us coming together. You know, we all talk about brainstorming and how two heads are better than one. Well, the same thing can be true from an entrepreneurial standpoint too. And I feel like the more you open the door to have those conversations with other women, the more successful you're both going to be. Yes. And uh, yes, exactly. And you know, here's the other thing, like, 
you, to me, I, I recently, you know, when I first started doing the brave enough conference, I had a couple other women that had conferences in the country call me and they were like, you know, what are you doing? I have this conference. You're competing with me specifically to different women. And I was like, okay, how many people come to your conference? And they were like, I don't know, like 500 or 600 or something. And I was like, well, there's like 300 that came to mind that year. (laughs) Like that's like, one percent of the women physicians right. in the United States. Right. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's just look at the statistics. Like, there's so many needs. Like, we have. Yes. And what I love, I mean, this is like my favorite thing. Is what I love is that women physicians are doing this for other women physicians because they, yes. or women professionals, are doing this for other women professionals. I should say because they see a need. They see a need that hasn't been there. And they're like, you know what? And there's data to prove that when we come together as women and we are given tools and skills and lectures and breakouts specifically for us that we go home and do better. We succeed. So there's data behind it. And I love that women are doing this for other women. I mean, you know, so many people are like, well, why do we need a separate women's conference? And I'm like, well, because they're working. They're working, right? Like you and I see it. Like (laughs) after the conference, I'm sure if you're like me, you get tons of emails of, of testimonies from women who came and then went home and applied what they learned. Absolutely. And honestly, I think that a woman physicians conference uh, or a woman professionals conference should be required for each woman like once a year Yes, because that time and space away like and just building community with other women, um, being able to share in a safe private space. You know, I I, I have uh, mentioned this kind of many times before in different platforms. But you know, I give a big uh, talk that's a two-hour talk on conflict management and resolution. And I often will ask, you know, what is the audience going to be like? Is it co-ed or is it women? And some people will come back to me and they'll say, well, you know, which do you, you know, does it really matter if we have men in the group? And I say, absolutely. The conversation completely changes when you remove that portion of the audience and you create a safe space for women to share their struggles in an intimate way where they're not going to be met with some of the barriers and some of the resistance that you may find when men are involved. And I just think that that really, you know, certainly it's, it plays into a conversation about conflict management negotiation, but it feeds into everything, you know, career development and salary equity and gender equity. And so many of the conversations that we are having as women, we need a safe space to really speak some of those challenges and brainstorm amongst each other. How do we get through this? How did you get through this? What should I do next? I mean, I've brainstormed with you on multiple occasions around the conference, you know, about challenges I had and sharing that and being vulnerable with you, you gave me such great advice. And I feel like that's only one instance of two women coming together to really guide each other in times where they didn't know how to maneuver the past very well or navigate the past very well. Yes. And, 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 you know, one of the also things that I love what you just said is that like you helping me when I brought a problem to you, like, I, I kind of had the answers, but I wasn't sure. I, I didn't right. have the confidence behind those answers to really walk the path. And you right. were like, you can do that, Sasha. That's, you can do this. <laughs> like you and, and you having done it and told me like, yes, it can be done was yes. the validation that I needed. 
right? Exactly. Like you didn't send me like a five page, like business plan <laughs> or step-by-step step to get out of this problem I was having. Right? right. What you did was validate my own thoughts around the, the issue and the problem I was having. And you really helped me navigate. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it wasn't, I, I don't even think that I gave you advice on what to do next. You already had a plan in place. It was simply saying, I support you. You're on the right path. I agree with what you're doing. And, and there you're moving in the direction of a solution. It just may take more time than you think, you know, and Mm -hmm. keep going. I think was really all I said. (laughs) Yeah, but it was so powerful for me because I saw you doing something that I was like, okay, she's doing it. I can do it, you know? And it's like the pace car sometimes. And that's the beauty of true friendship is like, sometimes you're ahead and I'm the, I'm like, you're the pace car. And sometimes I'm the pace car and that's not okay. That's totally okay. That's how real friendships are. Right. So what do you say to the woman that may be listening that may be thinking, gosh, you know, I have this person that's always competing with me, always putting me down, um, or just making me feel bad about my own success, or Mm -hmm. I just don't feel comfortable or vulnerable around this woman. What would you say to her? You know, I think it's okay to not be vulnerable about, around everyone. I think you have to feel that out for yourself and let your intuition guide you. I think it's okay to also kind of reflect on that and say, who is this person that I'm interacting with? A lot of times when I talk about conflict management, I will talk about spending a few minutes to invest in trying to get to know who this other person is and what their history is and where they're coming from when they come to the table to meet with you. So many times we will create a picture in our head of someone else who is kind of this big, bad, ugly monster that just has it out to get us. And if you really start to try to learn more about that person, and who is this woman? You know, why, why has she been unkind to me? You know, where do, what is going on with her beyond our interactions together, beyond our relationship? You may learn that she's struggling in her home life. In her home life. She may be struggling with some of her clinical demands and you are simply someone who um, in her, you know, passive moving through the day, she kind of takes it out on you. So are mm-hmm. there things that explain some of that behavior that has nothing to do with you? Yes. Where you can really <laughs> realize this is just somebody who happens to be reacting to someone else standing next to them or in their path and, you know, uh, just kind of taking their anger out on me or their frustration. And I'm a, I'm a safe place for that. Now that doesn't mean that it's okay. And that you need to accept that. Uh, that's can certainly, you can certainly take the time in those moments to say, um, you know, I hear where you're coming from and I want to be there for you. However, I don't like the language that we're having together. And I want to make sure that we're showing respect to each other as we talk. So you can set those boundaries and at the same time, be a safe place for somebody else to come and share some of their challenges. And maybe it takes reframing that relationship with them. And then there are times where you simply need to step away and say, this is a friend of me. This is someone who shows me kindness sometimes and, you know, hostility at other times. And I'm not willing to put myself in in that path anymore. And I'm not willing to be vulnerable with that person, uh, until they show me a different set of behaviors. And that's okay too. Yes. I love it. And, and I call it unsubscribing. Sometimes you just have to unsubscribe. So it doesn't even come into your inbox. Like it's not a delete. It's just a hard unsubscribe and that's okay. Like you have to give yourself permission to do that. Um, one of the things that I have found is that if I see a woman who is succeeding and she's just killing it, Um, I will ask, I I will often have a conversation with myself. I have lots of conversations. (laughs) I 
hope no one ever sees me driving because I like talk to myself. Um, but I often think like, okay, I have two ch- opportunities. Like when the ping of jealousy starts to kind of erupt, right? When that feeling starts to kind of come up, I can ask myself, why do I feel jealous? Okay. And then I, or I, and, and I can go down that road where I can perseverate on it or think about it or be sad or be anxious that I don't have these things or I don't have that success or I can learn from her path. Like, what is she doing that I can learn from? Yeah. Um, where, and, and the also like, what is the measure of success? Because sure. so many times we get really wrapped up in like numbers or, you know, money in your bank account or number of mm-hmm. followers or, um, the level of, of, of like leadership, you know, titles behind your name or whatever. But is that really success for Sasha. You know, I know what success is for me and it's not the same as it is for someone else. And so I think it's really easy to start comparing, but then you have to always bring it back to your measure of success. And I think that's why you and I actually have conferences is because we want women to be intentional with their time, that they actually have the thought in their brain and have a plan. What are my goals and objectives? What is my trajectory? And what is my own measurement of success? So that I'm not tempted to look to the right and the left and what she's doing, what she's doing, but I'm, I'm okay because I am sticking to my plan for success. I call that staying in your lane. So I like to remind myself, I love your thought of what can I learn from this other woman and where she's gone and how she's succeeded. But also reminding yourself that all those external measures, the titles, the money, the this, the that, the followers, does that really equate to someone who's happy? I don't know. I don't know this other person maybe. And maybe they're still not happy and they're striving for something that can't be measured with subscribers and followers and Mm -hmm. this and that. Yes. I also like when I see another woman who is successful, I try to think uh, to myself, okay, she's super successful. The next time I see her, what are three compliments that I could potentially give to her? What are three things yeah. that I'm proud of her for doing? Like, right. good for her. Has anyone told her, like, and acknowledged to her, like, gosh, you did a great job there? Because I think so often we don't acknowledge these people that we see that are successful, and we don't acknowledge the ways in which we even just see people trying. Yes. So that's such a good y- point. Just reminding ourselves, like, you know what? The next time I see her, I am going to let her know how proud I am of her or how much she's inspired me um, or how much she's motivated me to do something or take on a new skill, take on a new risk, uh, really kind of jump into something new and exciting. Uh, and, And then we can always, of course, ask, you know, like, tell me tell me three pieces of advice that you have for me as I'm moving forward down a similar path to yours. What would you want me to know, knowing that I'm a little bit behind you on that same path? Well, and also encouraging because like, I think sometimes we see successful people or what in our, what the create the story that we've created behind this person. Right. Yes. And we tell ourselves this story about that person that we probably don't even know, or maybe we just know on social media or we've heard them talk at a conference or we've run into them socially, but we have yep. a story about that person. And in our story, the more successful someone is, the, the, the least 
the, the less encouragement that person needs or the yes. less important it is for us to give them encouragement. Right. I see this all the time. And yes. I can tell you the people that follow me and that actually will just be like, Hey, you know, you don't know me, but I heard you speak, but I just want to give you this encouragement today. Like that means more to me than any compliment yes. like that, that, because, you know, I need encouragement just like you need encouragement. You know, like when <laughs> totally. we're when we're standing up there, like pouring into hundreds of women, it's really easy for people to think that like you and I have it all together and you and I have mm-hmm. everything figured out and we are, our wellness is pristine and we get like, you know, eight hours nope. of sleep a night and <laughs> we're totally Zen and we never scream at our kids and we never find with their no, husbands and we never feel like never. a failure at work and we never make mistakes. But the truth is that is not the truth. Like the, the, right. the truth is that you and I are like every other woman that we're encouraging and leading. Yeah. Um, and we need encouragement. And so I think sometimes I often find myself asking like, you know what, how could I encourage this person that I'm, that, that I'm really in awe of, or I think is really amazing. Maybe they need some encouragement today. Yes. I I mean, it's funny because people have asked me, like, why did you create the Women Physicians Wellness Conference? And I said, I created the conference I needed that Mm -hmm. I couldn't find out there. And for me, that happens to be a tropical location and a beach and half day sessions and all of that. But I created what I needed. It wasn't that I was perfect and I had it all figured out and I wanted to get up on stage and tell everybody about it. It was that I wanted to hear from Sasha Shilka what I should do next and how I should get rid of my frenemy. And so I I said, well, I got to have Sasha come speak if I want to hear her. <laughs> well, and, and I want to talk about, I want you to like, if women are listening and they're want to hear more about you and what you're doing and the work you're doing, tell us where they can find you and how they can find out about you. So I have our website, which is the Women Physicians Wellness Conference, and that's physicians with, that's plural, so it's with an S. Uh, so you can read all about the conference there. And then um, we're also, we're on Instagram at WPW Conference, uh, Twitter at WPW Conf. Uh, and then we also have a closed Facebook group. Uh, it's exclusively for women physicians. So I actually had my first man asked to join the other day. Um, <laughs> one would think that the name itself would imply that he was not going to be allowed to join. But anyway, just spelling hey, it you out. you got to give for, him props, right? You, you know what? I appreciate the ask. You know, he, <laughs> so he, he, t- he took a jump there. He took a little leap and it was, it was still a hard no. Uh, so yeah. So we have a close Facebook group, Women Physicians Wellness Conference. Um, there are three questions that just confirm that one, you're a physician, two, you're a woman um and then you can join and we'd love to have anybody that's interested and when is the next conference tell us our next conference is this coming february february 25th through the 27th 2020 so the beginning of next year many women ask me like oh why is it tuesday through thursday and i want to tell you the reason it's tuesday through thursday is because i want you to use that pto i want you to take a vacation either on the front end or the back end and really have some downtime and step away from your home life your clinical life, all the extra things that you do in your day, uh, and just take a breather and relax and, and restore a little bit before you go back. I think we've all been to those conferences that, you know, you get back on the plane and you're like, well, I think I feel more overwhelmed than when I came. Uh, and that is not what this conference is about. This is really some time to get away and to really uh, gain some community with other women, some clarity with how far you've come and how successful you have been so far, even if you don't feel that way. Um, and then also some career development and focusing on like, well, where do I want to go next? 
both personally and professionally? How do I start to build some of the things I'm interested in and that I care about into my daily life? And whether that is your clinical career, whether that is your home life, how does that wellness, how can I really build that into my life moving forward? I love that. I love it. Um, it's an amazing, amazing conference. So I just, I just want to encourage everyone that if they need a little more um, encouragement to follow Erica and her work with WPW, and I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show and being so encouraging to me and open and honest to all of our listeners. I think the more examples that we can show that women support one another and don't compete, but actually promote each other, it, you know, all of our environments will be better for it. Thank you so much, Sasha. Thank you for having me. And I just want to say, I appreciate so much the support that you have shown me in the past year or two of us getting to know each other. And for any woman that's listening out there, you know, sometimes it takes being that first person to reach out to someone else. And Sasha had that courage to do that with me. I would encourage each of you to do the same thing. Think of a woman that you really admire or respect or that's doing something that you would really want to do. Just take a minute to send her an email or a text and let her know, like, I'm proud of you. I, I acknowledge you. I really I, w- I want you to know how much I really respect you and start that conversation with someone else. We can be that support for each other. But so often we stay silent in our kind of work and our daily lives. And I really feel like we need to start to break down those barriers and, and be vulnerable and be honest with each other a little bit more. I totally could not agree more. Well, this has been just a super fun episode to chit chat with you and just to encourage each other. And so I hope that if you're listening, you learned something today from Erica and I and our friendship and the way we support one another. And I hope that as always, you live brave. This has been an HSG production. 